guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Three Bagger Podcast, episode 15. I'm here with my co-host, Nick Frieri. As always, Nick, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Evan. Uh, Special uh, topic we got coming up here. We got a, we got the Olympics. Whether you should be happy or not, we're not going to talk about that. But we are going to talk about baseball the Olympics, which hasn't happened since 2008. So I'm really excited to be talking about that today, Evan. Yeah, definitely. I mean, baseball has kind of been a staple in American sports and uh, honestly, not even just American. It's really world renowned. So it's only fair that it should be in the Olympics when you got all these other sports like curling and fencing and archery. There's no reason why baseball shouldn't be involved. So exactly. Let's get right into it, Nick. Um, the qualifiers are coming up here Wednesday. Big countries going to clash here in these battles. So we've got Group A featuring Japan, Mexico, and the Dominican Republic. That's pretty big firepower with Japan and the Dominican Republic. So Japan is ranked one. They're also the host because the Olympics are in Tokyo. Um, they won a silver medal in 96 and two bronze medals in 92 and 2004. And one of the most notable players on this Japanese team is a familiar face, especially for me, uh, starting pitcher Masahiro Tanaka. I'm going to be really excited to see that guy pitch. Nick, what, what else you got on Japan? Yeah, Japan, obviously the host, one of the best teams. I want one of your one of your guys, which you'd be probably pitching for the Yankees right now, Evan and Tanaka, considering recently how they performed. But uh, focusing here on the Olympics here, Japan is definitely going to be a big favorite to win this tournament. They, they did win the last international tournament, which was the Premier 12 tournament, which is when all the 12 best international teams kind of play almost like a World Cup style tournament. Obviously, Japan takes international baseball very seriously. They always take breaks for when they're when the uh, Nippon Baseball League always takes breaks. So their players always have the best, strongest teams. Uh, Tanaka may be the only notable name, but across their team, they're all all-stars in that league. So you're playing at home, got all, all, all all-stars. You're playing in a group that does have some tough teams, but you'd see them match up pretty well with both Dominican and Mexico. You definitely see them winning this group and kind of moving forward. So kind of just before we go on, kind of tell everybody how the format's going to work here for the World Cup. Obviously, you're thinking groups of three has that work. So basically, each each team groups can play the other team twice, and then they're going to kind of go into a double elimination kind of playoff round in the end and it's kind of seated based on how you do in your group. So you could lose both your games. You're not going to be out, but you're going to be really in a tough position where basically you have to be able to win out. So Japan here could set up very well, beat Mexico, beat Jamaica Republic, and kind of really set themselves up for kind of getting to the medal round to kind of challenging for gold here. So let's move on to the second team in this group, Mexico. So some notable players for Mexico, uh, former MLB players, uh, I think. I believe both oh. former, yes. Yeah, Oliver Perez. So Oliver Perez is one of them. He's a starting pitcher. I believe he was pitching for the Indians earlier this year, but correct. I think he's. I don't think he's officially retired, but he's a free agent right now. No team has picked him up. So Oliver Perez and a good old friend who we haven't heard from in a couple of years, Adrian Gonzalez. Yeah, big Red Sox star with the Padres a little bit. Signed with the Dodgers in the twilight of his career. He's yeah. going to be playing at. I don't even know how old he is, but he's got a be getting into his 40s for sure so he'll be on there playing for mexico with oliver perez what else we got in mexico nick Mexico's kind of a t- tough team to read right now uh, they haven't done really big any international competitions recently the last <laughs> one was that kind of premier 12 tournament back in 2019 they qualified because of third place because japan already qualified the qualification instruments went to second and third so they got a pretty easy path uh, the last kind of major win was they did beat the U.S. in that tournament, but they really haven't played any big games. They weren't part of the qualifications 
uh, in the Americas. So it's kind of tough to read to kind of say, hey, this team hasn't played any big games recently. How they could perform is a little bit older. A lot of the players are from the from the uh, Mexican Baseball League, so maybe not the best competition. So it could be really tough for them, especially when you play the host country Japan and the Mexican Republic does have a lot of good veterans and some and, and some young players. So it could be really tough for Mexico here to uh, really establish itself in the group and see what they can do in the uh, when they get to the knockout stages. Yeah, I, I can't imagine Mexico is going to make it back. I mean, Japan doesn't have too many notable names for us, but like you said, I mean, the Nippon Professional League is one of the best leagues in the world. I mean, it's definitely the second most competitive behind the MLB and we've seen a lot of guys come from Nippon and be very successful if not you know some of the greatest players that we've seen so it's definitely gonna be tough to get past them on their home turf I don't know if you mentioned this Uh, earlier but MLB players that are active right now will not be playing in this tournament so we really kind of have to take that into account like the Dominican Republic if you let all their MLB players play they're probably going to rival Japan and the U S is like the best teams, honestly, probably be better than the U S but not that they won't be good without these guys, but it's definitely a big loss to not have some of the MLB guys playing. So let's go into the Dominican Republic here. Some notable players for these guys, Melky Cabrera. Haven't heard from him in ages. I, I, is he even retired yet? I, I haven't heard from him a couple of years, so he may be retired, but he hasn't really played anything significant. I know I know I was a big milky guy at the Giants, maybe the else team. Then it turns out he did steroids and then like, okay, really can't be a milky bear fan now. And he kinda of tailed off his toward the end of his career. But hey, he's still he's still relevant on his Dominican team, so good for him, I guess. I guess so, yeah. I mean he got to start with the Yankees, had to love him a couple of years or you know, earlier in his career when he was playing with them. So Melky Cabrera I don't think has announced his retirement. Officially, we'll be playing for the Dominican Republic, along with Emilio Bonifacio, who we've heard from as kind of a utility player on a lot of teams in the MLB, mostly Toronto, from uh, my memory. And then a big one who's aging and has not played in a couple of years either, Mr. Clutch, postseason home run himself, uh, Rugnit Odor's punching bag, <laughs> Mr. Jose Bautista. He's in there for Dominican Republic. I'd love to see him hit a couple shots yeah. uh, to right field with some nice bat flips in this tournament. Uh, what else do we got on the Dominican Republic, Nick? Yeah, this team grabbed the last qualifying spot uh, here in the tournament to beat Venezuela and uh, and the Netherlands to, in that final qualifying tournament. A lot of offense here on this team, as you can see, a couple old veterans. Pitching maybe a little suspect with kind of none other guys developing and really looking at the roster. Some of these guys really haven't done much of the MLB, the pitchers they got here. But, hey, obviously Japan's top, top team in this group. But I really can see, despite kind of being lo- ranked lower in the world ranking than Mexico, based on some of the players, I mean, it's mainly its name only. Me, but some of you guys like Moki Cabrera and Jose Batista can just be chilling on a beach right now. They and, and even by Fossa, they can be chilling on a beach. You know, they, they had good MLB careers, you know, just kind of sunset and retirement. But no, these guys are old guys. They want to represent the DR. It's the first time the Dominican Republic has been in the uh, Olympics since 1992. And they've been in six of that. So this could be a team that, hey, outside shot of challenging for a medal. And they realize, hey, the opportunity is here. Let's, let's go ahead and win a medal kind of like sunset at the end of their career. Yeah, I can definitely see that. All right, so that uh, wraps up Group A. We're going to re- move on to the second group here uh, and final group. There's only two groups, A and B. Um, the first team in this one is Israel. So there's not too much on them, and their most notable player or one of their most notable players is going to be Ian Kinsler, 
Um, what else we got on Israel, Nick? As you look at uh, Israel, most of the players are Americans. It's either they're from Jewish descent or they went over or they converted over and they became Israeli citizens. Like I said, it's really in, in Kinsler. I know uh, they have a couple other kind of minor league players that are of note, but nothing really kind of like, oh, this is a guy, this is a star. But the main reason why they got here is because they won kind of a kind of weaker conference in kind of the European and African conference. Not, not a lot of too many good baseball teams there. South Africa is okay. And Germany and Spain are all right, but there's really no one there to kind of like that it has MLB players. And that's what Israel has is they do have a couple of former MLB players. So if you look at this team, I know a couple other guys, I think t- former, former Matt Ty Kelly's on this team too. So I, I don't really see them challenging in this group. I could see them many couple runs. Maybe they pull off an upset, but if you look at South Korea in the U S are ranked third and fourth in the world, respectively, it's kind of, you kind of, Hard time to see them getting out. Even, even I don't really see them pushing for a medal either. So I could see two very easy wins for both South Korea and U.S. here. Yeah, I mean, just looking at these groups, it really does look like Korea and the United States are going to kind of fare easily in this division. Uh, it would have been really interesting to see Japan be put with, like, the U.S. Definitely. And or Korea. Um, so we'll move on to South Korea now, who you said was is ranked third in the nation. They had a gold medal in 2008 and a bronze in 2000. Um, some of their notable players, we don't know too much about a lot of these guys. Um, Hyun Soo Kim and Swang Hwan Oh, who has been a veteran pitcher, I know, in the league for a bit. He pitched with Toronto and uh, was it Toronto or was it Arizona or not Arizona, St. Louis? St. Louis. It was St. Louis. It was St. Louis. I feel like he went to Toronto maybe recently. Maybe not. I could be mistaken. But not a bad reliever was the St. Louis. And I, jog my memory, Nick. Hun Soo Kim, where was he? He played a little bit in Baltimore and in, in the Phillies. He had a brief stint there. So that so he used the MLB for a little bit, and now he's over back in Korea with the LG Twins. I think he's a one of their better players now in the league. So uh, get an national player. The Korea guys, they got a lot of guys uh, from their uh, from the KBO, which is another good league um, internationally. I know some some of the KBO guys aren't there, but the team's still pretty good overall. So like Korea, like Japan, there's the really good, you may not know their names, but there's going to play a really good team sport. They won the last gold medal from when the Olympics last take place with baseball in 2008. So, you know, that's like, 12 plus years ago now like no those players on this team they are the, technically the reigning gold medals and i kind of do favor they're always going to sneak in they always do really well in the world baseball classic you may not expect it but they are always challenging for uh for a top spot there and here you can see them challenging for a medal again the them versus the u.s is going to be a very competitive game so i'm looking, really looking forward to seeing that yeah it's kind of interesting because this the Olympics really give a lot of these countries a, a chance to kind of showcase their talent and how their leagues are developing talent. Cause I feel like a lot of goals of some of the players is to play in the MLB considering it is the most competitive league in the world. So these qualifying rounds and these medal games will be, you know, great showcases for some amateur players or, you know, professional players overseas who maybe want to get noticed by some MLB scouts and maybe come over to the big league at some point. So we'll move on to the United States. Uh, like you said, they're ranked four um, in the world standings right now. Uh, they won the gold medal in 2000, two silvers in 96 and 2008. Um, some of their notable players, uh, most of us know these people, uh, the Todd father, Todd Frazier. Love that guy. Former Yankee. Been a great overall guy for the game in general. 
uh, journeyman Edwin Jackson. He's pitched for, you know, like half the league. Everybody. So why not add Team USA to it, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Scott Casimir, he, I thought he was as good as gone, but he actually made some, uh, had some MLB action this year too. It wasn't too much, but right. Yeah. He pitched a couple games or like a game or two. Am I mistaken? I, I believe he did. I believe he started as a team this year, then kind of faded out. I, I know it, I know he had to come back a couple of years ago where he went overseas and came back, got, got himself traded, had a couple of good years, and then, he, like I said, he played, he played, I believe he played a few games this year and then started to fade away. Yeah. So they got Kashmir on that roster along with uh, David Robertson. He's definitely a solid closer for the team. He's not what he once was, but he's still a pretty solid pitcher, and especially on the national stage, he should play pretty well. Um, some notable prospects playing for the team that aren't with their MLB clubs right now would be Tristan Cassis from uh, Boston. Um, it was also almost going to be Jaron Duran with him, but he actually got pulled up to Boston's roster and f- uh, foregone the Olympics so he could play with Boston. And I actually saw him play live yesterday. Uh, he didn't do too well. He didn't fare too well. He struck out of, like two or three times. So, although nobody really fared too well against Mingo Herman yesterday. So we'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah. Um, Another nice prospect, uh, Shane Baz from Tampa Bay. So he's going to be a solid uh, pitcher for Team USA. It'll be really nice to see him pitch on the national stage too because he's really been playing in the lower minors so far. So it'll be cool to see uh, what the Rays have in him. And uh, jog my memory again, Nick. Nick Allen, second baseman. I can't recall his organization. He's with the A's. That's why I put him on the list. Gotcha. All right. So we got an Oakland A. I've never heard of Nick Allen. So I'll let uh, Nick speak to Nick Allen and uh, more about the U.S. team. Yeah, this this veteran U.S. team here, they do have some additional prospects. You know, obviously the U.S. is hindered because they can't put any MLB players on like some other teams where they get players from their own league. But hey, this team's going to compete. They they had a really good qualifier, even though a couple of players from that qualifier aren't there because they either got called out to the MLB or they weren't able to make it over. But, hey, this team is still here to compete. They're going to challenge for the gold. Kind of really them and Japan are kind of the two teams where, where I'm thinking of, like, they're going to be challenged. But leading, kind of leading this team is going to be Todd Frazier. He had a really good qualifying round. Um, the American qualifying, he had over 400, had, like, two home runs. So he's definitely lead this team. Solid rotation of their kind of Jackson and Scott Casimir kind of being your kind of one-two punches up there up top. So I could definitely see them. Um, I think Korea, South Korea could be a little tough. I could definitely see them winning this group and be in good position to kind of challenge for the gold uh, with Japan. So kind of, kind of rip that up, Evan, kind of talk about these teams. Let's go into our gold, silver, and bronze. I'll start with you here first, Evan. Yeah. So I, well, you, well, you've been talking, I've kind of been thinking, I think my gold is going to go to Japan home turf advantage, really good team. I mean, just based on the KBO and, all of them will be eligible to play as well as opposed to some of the guys in the U S that can't play because they're in the MLB. So I think Japan takes it. I don't think it's too handily. I think they run into a little bit of trouble, maybe with the U S or South Korea or the Dominican Republic, but overall I think Japan will take the gold medal. I'm going to go with South Korea for the uh, silver medal and U S for the bronze. 
All right, um, interesting picks there, Evan. I'll, I'll go ahead and be a little different here. I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll give all the good, uh, the good boys back home the gold medal here in the U.S. I think here they can challenge, challenge for it. I think there is still some talent left in the veterans. I'll give them the gold, uh, silver, Japan. I've uh, definitely seen them get in the finals. I see them winning their group and easily getting to that final. And I think the, the the game versus them in the U.S. could be a very interesting game. And bronze, I'm going to give it to the Dominican Republic. I think there's enough uh, veteran talent there that they'll be able to kind of by South Korea, even though South Korea is going to be a very good team going forward here. All right. Interesting. I'm going to look forward to coming back on, you know, episode 17, 18, 19 and kind of seeing how we did there and comparing like we have in the past. So we always like when we get variety between hosts and yep, we've got it this time. There we go. So that kind of brings us to our next question. Should the MLB do some sort of break like the NHL does? They, so it was announced that the NHL will have a break from like, oh, I don't even know. Is it in December? I believe it. I think it's like January, uh, like a couple months in January, I believe. is A couple, gonna... couple days or it's like a week or two. Yeah, yeah it's like a two week yeah, break, so, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So the NHL is going to break for a week or two so that it will allow its players to kind of go play in the Olympics internationally. So should the MLB take a pause and do that? So my opinion on this is it's a tough one. I'd love it to happen, but I feel like it kind of messes with the season and the schedule a lot. Cause if you take a week or two off, you're pushing everything back a week or two. And then, you know, the playoffs get even later and you're already three quarters of the way through the season and the players are already kind of beat up and injured and it just kind of drags them on and pushes them on and kind of gets them out of their rhythm really down the stretch too, when it's going to be really important. I mean, we're getting towards August, September, which is really crunch time for these teams. So I think to take a week or two off in the middle of pennant races and like the trade deadline, I think it would be too hectic. Yeah, I can I see, I see your thoughts there, Evan. The only thing, the only thing I would say is maybe you only do it once. I know the Olympics are coming in LA in 2028, so maybe you start the season maybe mid March and kind of kind of build yourself in a week or two off there. I think it would be pretty cool when you have the Olympics over here in the U.S. to see the best players kind of playing that. Um, I don't think it would be an issue if the kind of the World Baseball Classic was able to take off a little bit more when it does spring training training. I know it's been they even had to push it back another year, so now it's gonna be almost like. I think it may be even six years now before the next World Baseball Classic takes place, which I, for me, I'm a big fan of international baseball. I've seen the U.S. play Dominican in Miami, one of the best atmospheres I've ever been a part of. So I think if you can get more kind of the World Baseball Classic and more baseball tournaments kind of more relevant going, I think it's okay to kind of have these kind of almost B teams at the Olympics. But I, but I would like to see in 2028 uh, kind of the best players playing at the Olympics in L.A. Yeah, that's fair. I can definitely see that. I, I'd agree with that, too. It would be nice. I mean, logistically, I don't think it works very well, but yeah, definitely. I mean, you want to see Ronald Acuna and, you know, Fernando Tatis playing for their home countries and this as opposed to, you know, a skeleton of what it could be. So, all right. So we're going to move on to the second uh, section of our show. We're going to do our second overall fantasy nine. So if you remember the last one, uh, I beat the crap out of you, Nick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. It was, it was not good. <laughs> we did players under... 21, 21 yeah, yeah for 2021 yes yeah so we we took turns uh using out of the park baseball sponsor us uh, uh, out of the park that'd be nice please um yeah please yeah so we use it out of the park to come up with uh players that are under 21 and nick and i each drafted a team and then we pitted them against each other in a uh, world series style seven game series and uh my team swept so 
Nick will definitely be looking for some better results here. Um, we're going to pull up the draft board and get our teams going. So, Nick, I don't know what you're thinking for picks. I did. I, did I pick first last time? I, I remember. Uh, I'll go first this time here, Evan. So that way, you know, I, I did get beaten up a little bit. Picks do even out with the snake draft. So, yeah. I'll go. I'll go ahead and take first here. Uh, we're going to go backwards position order. So we'll start with right field position nine and work way up to pitcher here. So we're one. So there are basically a couple of rules for this fantasy nine. We're doing an international fantasy nine. So you can only pick one player per country. That is the rule here. And for clarifications, Puerto Rico will count as its own country here for clarifications for this big round. All right. First pick here, we go in right fielders. Obviously, just a great lot of great U.S. right fielders. Couple, couple other great players here. So a lot of different options here. A couple players can move over and play right field. Um, I'm actually going to go here. Uh, may not be the best pick, but it saves me a country for later on. So I'm actually going to go with uh, Max Kepler because technically he was born in Germany, so he counts as a German player. So that way it saves me a pick later on, whether I need a U.S. player later on or any other country going forward. It's a good pick. All right, so can we still pick people that aren't listed at right field? Like if they're on this list, or they can they uh, swap over to right field? All out, those be there for position-wise. But yeah, if you want to go another outfielder, go ahead. All right, so I don't have to pick anybody that has right field by their name if I don't want to. Nope, pick an outfielder and they'll play right field for you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and get it out of the way quick. We're gonna take Juan Soto to play right. Oh yeah, there we go, Juan Soto, Dominican. Juan Soto representing the Dominican Republic here. So I have Germany off the board. Not sure, I'm, but there's not, there's not too many other German players in the MLB, so it should be safe there. Dominican Republic, a pretty big one here. Or Evan. I had to get the best one, though, you know. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. All right, so I'm going to go ahead here and take my second pick. We're going to take Venezuela off the board and take Ronald Acuna here for center field. Good pick. Good pick there, Evan. I can't fault fault you there. Okay, now it's going to be me coming up here. Uh, Let's. I'm going to go ahead and go go with a couple of options here. I'll go international again. Give me a Rosarena. I'll be Cuba for me off the board. Very nice. And then it's going to come back to me, and then I'll go ahead and take left field here. Looking through my options, already take Cuba. Uh, let's. Ooh, do I want to save my Dominican Republic pick? Do I want to save my Japan pick? You know, it's, you know what? I, I think I got to go U.S. here. Uh, I, I, I'm bad. I'm mad that I'm wasting my U.S. pick, but hey, there's there's some good fielders here. I'm going to go with Bellinger with my left field pick here. I fault that at all, Cody Bellinger. All right, so now we'll go back to me. So we're moving to first base now, or or pitcher left, or catcher. It's uh, left field here, Evan. You need to. Oh, oh you're right. I only I only have two outfielders. Okay. Um, I'm gonna take my Cuban pick off the board too and go with Jordan Alvarez. All right, solid pick there, young player. All right, now we're gonna move over to third base now, working our working our way, working our way, working our way around the diamond. All right, so I've got Cuba, Venezuela, and the Dominican off yep. the board. All right, so for third base, uh, there's a lot of U.S. third basemen. There, there, there are. Can you keep scrolling down a little bit? Actually, you know, I was gonna say I'm gonna for my third baseman, I'm gonna take Vlad Guerrero Jr. off because he can play. He's listed as a first baseman, but I'm gonna have him play third for our cases. Yeah, he's, uh, he's from Canadian descent because he was born in Canada, so that is a fair pick there for Evan. So good pick there for Evan. Um, I'll save a country here. I'll go with uh, one person that just came over. 
Ha Sung Kim for the Padres, South Korean. That saves me a couple uh, nationalities for a later pick. Oh, very nice. Moving over to shortstop, I'll go ahead and pick here versus a shortstop. Believe I still have my Venezuelan pick available, so I'll go. So we'll go ahead and take Glaber Torres here. Very nice. Dang. Have you used your Dominican pick yet? I don't think I've used my Dominican pick yet. So I believe I so be, there's there's be options for me going forward here, Evan. Yeah, there's some some big ones right there that I yep. I probably I mean I not that I should have waited for him, but I'm looking at it now, I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm at shortstop, right? Uh, yep. Yeah, I'm gonna take Xander Bogarts and take uh, is that Aruba? Aruba, correct. Aruba off the board. So there we go. Take Bogarts. All right, moving over now to second base here, Evan. You get the first pick. Here's second a... base. I'm going to take Ozzy Albies. Yeah, Kraken. From that's a, that's a good pick by you. I mean, because like I said, there's not many too too many Curacao players. So that was a good pick by Evan there. there go. Moving over to me now. Uh, still have my DR pick. Looking through here. Do I go on to go DR? Uh, I would. I'm going to go Enrique Hernandez here so I can use my Puerto Rico pick. All right. Okay. All right. First base. Over to first base now. Um, I'm going to go here, first base. Let's see here. Use, looking through here. I already use Cuba. I do South Korea. Looking through here. I'm going to go a little deeper. Ooh, looking through all my options here. You know what? I haven't, don't believe I've used Canada. So I'm going to go Joey Votto with my I'm pick not. here. There you go. All right, so now it's back to me. So I'm going first base, and are we are we on catcher or pitcher first? We're on first baseman here, Evan. First you, base, and, and then catcher or pitcher? Got, yeah, catcher, then pitcher, yes. Okay. All right, so first base. I've got my U.S. pick left. You do. I don't know if I really want to use it, though. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take hmm, – maybe I will use it. Uh, there's two guys at the top that are – tough for me. You mind scrolling all the way back up? Um, I'm going to have to take DJ LeMahieu to go as my first baseman. It is a video game DJ LeMahieu, so he's a little better than real life DJ LeMahieu right oh, now. Oh yeah, so. let's let's not talk about the Yankees right now. Real life DJ LeMahieu isn't uh, yeah the best right now. Alright, so I don't really have too many countries left. If we want to scroll, I don't think I have any of the countries that of these guys that are up on the board here. Let's see here. You do have this country left. I do. I will take Jan Gomes as my catcher. From Brazil. From Brazil. There we go. See here. Uh, what options do I have left? That is, that is my question. I still have my DR option. So Gary Sanchez welcomes to the team. There you go. Scary Gary. I'm mad because I whipped on Tatis. I don't think I left him yeah, on the board. Yeah, we both left Tatis, Tatis on the board. On the board. That was... I thought you were going to take him because I didn't have my Dominican pick. No, I, I probably should have taken him. I probably should have read the board a little bit better. That's a little disappointing, but, you know, uh-huh. live and learn. Let's go over the pitchers now and see what, see what options are available to us. So going over to starters now, starting pitcher. Uh, we, we both use most of our picks. There are a couple options here, uh, Pierre. So I'm going to go ahead and go with you, Darvish. He's my Japan pick here, Evan. So, did you already? Oh, you use South Korea, not Japan. Use South Korea, yeah, South Korea. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I have an idea right here. Is is Shohei a pitcher in here? Let me let me, let me go find Otani for you, and I can. I was gonna uh, say I was looking at I was thinking Otani, but I don't know where he is or where he's rated or what. Yep. So Otani is in this game, Evan, but he is a little bit lower rated. So that is an option for you there. Um, yeah, have you I used your, Have you used your Puerto Rico pick yet, Evan? I don't think I have used that. Let me. That's an option available to you. Take another screen. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe. Are we doing bullpen arms too? Uh, bullpen will be drafted offline here for us. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's let's go back up for my starter here. I think I'm gonna use my Puerto Rico pick and take Jose Barrios. All right. Good pick there, Evan. There we go. Got countries all around there. Pretty cool. We were able to accomplish this. I know it got a little shaky towards the end. You know, when you use the U.S. pick, there goes half your roster. But hey, like, yeah. I mean, the only, the only real mistake was of Tatis on the board. But you know, yeah. but other than that, I think it's still good. We'll go ahead and well, fill out some the, of these pitchers too. I mean, and, Bieber yeah. and Garrett Cole. Cole, yeah. He said we kind of we kind of used our U.S. pick a little bit earlier, so we left a lot of a lot of good players on the board here. Just looking at the U.S. wise, also really just speaks to how talented the U.S. players are, though. Yeah, I mean, not that the other countries aren't talented, but there's just so many U.S. guys that are like that are really proud. good left on the board just because. Yeah, you know, we we're only doing one of the nationalities, but like, like, I, said, like I said, we did. Like I said, we did Mike Trout, uh, Jose Ramirez, and he's actually making me actually draft here. But I mean, neither of us were going to draft Altuve. Altuve, I mean, that was pretty obvious. That we yeah. left him, on, left him on the board. I and feel like it, it's difficult because like Trout is really good, but like. Yeah, that American pick is so valuable because there's also like there's more of there's Americans that are probably more valuable at other positions and like I could get somebody in the outfield that is almost as good as Trout, you know, but just the country was unique, so it was saving my U.S. pick. Exactly, I, same I thing. That's how we had to navigate it. Exactly, we have Lindor, another one, another one, Grandal. So those are just a couple of names left on the board. But obviously, hey, there's only two teams there. There's only so many picks, kind of. Have to go in here considering we weren't really strategizing people, right? We kind of went in this kind of first pick, first name we saw kind of going from there. I think if we had a little more strategy, a little more time, kind of had some different picks, but hey, I think it's pretty successful. We'll go ahead and send this kind of offline for you guys and kind of post the results on social and kind of update you in the next spot of what happened of whose team kind of prevailed here. I'm, I'm hoping for a little better result than last time, so we'll see. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like it's better going in, a, not blind, like we knew we were doing this, but uh, maybe a little bit more blind because, you know, one might do more research than the other might prepare better. So it's nice being on a kind of a level playing field, just going in and, you know, using our gut feels. I like that. All right. All right. All right. So that's going to end our episode here. Like Nick said, we'll uh, post the results of the draft and the results of the bullpen that we'll draft um, on our socials and everything. And we'll kind of recap how the sim went in our next episode as well. So, Nick, I'm going to give it to you to send us out today. Yeah, sure. I appreciate it. You already know. Follow us on 3BaggerPod at both Instagram and Twitter. Go to our Redbubble shop. We got some more stickers, some more really cool stuff. You can buy a 3Bagger logo on. And as always, my ambition is to hit 400 and talk 1,000. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you.